This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. We are so excited to announce our partnership with Alt Playground, a lifestyle site dedicated to helping you find your next adventure. There are a ton of sites out there for non-monogamy, but what sets Alt Playground apart is their emphasis on being inclusive of a host of ethically non-monogamous groups and sexual preferences. So not only will you find swingers on there, but a host of other groups spanning the spectrum of sexual orientation and gender. Hence, the emphasis on alt. When they say they are an open community, they really mean open. So if you're tired of being pigeonholed into a label or looking for something a little different, check out Alt Playground by heading to altplayground.net. Now let's start the show. Welcome, everybody. This is the Bomber. And the Bell. And you are now tuned in to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. Which episode is this? 54. 54. What does that remind me of? Wasn't there like a Studio 54? There was. There was some wild shit going on in that in that club. It was. That is one era I wish I can like revisit. <laughs> like like that era. But I think it was before like AIDS was a thing. Yeah. And everybody was just fucking without condoms. And doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. All you had to worry about was a little bit of, um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, syphilis or gonorrhea. <laughs> gonorrhea. That was the thing to worry to worry about. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, you're at the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Uh, so this is a podcast where we talk about our experiences in the swinging lifestyle. And of course, we are a black couple. And, you know, Black History Month was last month. Yes. And we did some things for Black History Month. Yeah, so we featured um, some black podcasters in the lifestyle. I think I said that right. So um, each day for basically the last week of the month, uh, we featured a different video um, from some podcasters like Duchess Cashmere, Sun- Sunshine Aces, Living the Sweet Life, Bedroom Bliss, Our Unicorn Diaries, Torrid Souls, and Mixed Nuts. So if you missed that series, head over to our IGTV. Um, all the videos are saved over there. Um, and it's each podcaster just really talking about why their voices are needed uh, in the podcast lifestyle community. Um, and I think, you know, people really enjoyed it. Um, we were so happy to have so much participation from our colleagues in the podcast world. So if you missed out, Black History Month is every month, really. But <laughs> that'll be up on our IG stories for you all to check out. Yeah, check that out. Um, that was that was some work. Like I had learned a little, you know, I, when it when the year first started, I had decided that I wanted to do something for Black History Month. Oh, and monogamish. Yes, damn, that was the one I was forgetting. I was like, <laughs> I know I'm forgetting one. Um, monogamish podcast. Yes, thank you. Um, so we actually met her in person. Um, <laughs> Um, so Jen and Sham, mm-hmm. uh, so we met Jen, but we did not meet Sham. Um, perhaps one day we shall meet him, but Jen was just an absolute gem to be around. Yes. Uh, so that and was not her partner, her co-host, her co-host. Yes. 
I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> Co, you know, fucking podcast partner. You're my podcast partner. Uh, co-host. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, uh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So that was great. Now that it, it took some work, and I learned a few things um, while I was doing those videos. It's really cool. There's this little text effect, and you know, you get to hear the voices of folks saying, you know. Um, all that stuff the bell just put together and that was really exciting to to do and i had tried to plan that out um to get more folks engaged because uh, mm-hmm. there are 28 days in february why did black people get the shortest month of the year because shit I, I just realized that Ain't you that know shit? why you just realized that yeah i, I didn't i didn't, I didn't <laughs> really think about that until now um, so anyway, one other thing I wanted to, so, so let me just say it, it's something I had been thinking about. I'm glad we did it. It's really important to us. You know, uh, we entered into the podcast community specifically because we didn't feel like there were a lot of black voices represented and that wouldn't be so much of a problem if being black in the lifestyle wasn't such a significant thing. Like right. I feel like we were having a completely different experience than a lot of the white podcasters that were out there talking about the experiences they were having. Now we talk about this on our podcast a lot, but since we've been, um, you know, running this podcast, we've discovered that there are indeed other podcasters of color that are talking about the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And we really wanted to recognize them. And we really wanted you guys to know that there's this whole growing network of lifestyle podcasters out there. So we were glad we were able to do that. Um, I, I, I also want to recognize that there are Many more sex-positive podcasters, although they may not necessarily identify as swingers, there are many sex-positive podcasters out there. There are educators, there are entertainers, there are folks that focus specifically on BDSM, they focus on kink. Um, there are a lot of those out there. At, you know, at some point, we'll recognize the, those folks as well. I clearly didn't have the energy to engage all of them mm-hmm. <laughs> this year. Um but my vision is to one day do that. Now, um, just speaking of the kind of labor it actually took to do this, you know, I had to create the video, but once I created the video, I left the rest up to you. Like, the, you know, the <laughs> podcasters, they sent us their audio, they sent us their images, and I used that to create the video as well as the text effect. But then I had to send you that. And apparently, the work that you had to do to get it on Instagram was pretty high. And I just wanted you to say a little bit about <laughs> the labor it took to do that. Um, yeah. Cause you kind of, you have to, one, I have to get the, the video on the phone. So like I got to download it on the phone from the drive and then I have to upload it to IGTV because the videos were longer than a minute. So I couldn't just, um, put them on regular Instagram and, <laughs> If you don't know, IGTV is actually a separate app. Like you can watch IG, IGTVs yeah, on I didn't Instagram, know that. but IGTV, like when you're uploading it, and I, I think you can upload from IG, but it's just easier to do it through the IGTV app. Um, so yeah, so then I had to like put it on the IGTV app. I had to make a whole series and, you know, put their information in there, their links. Um, and so it didn't take me that long necessarily. One, I just had to remember to do it. Cause there's the other thing about like, so unless somebody let me know, um, like social, social media management is that you can't plan 
or schedule videos. Like I can schedule graphic posts on our grid and stuff like that. And even schedule stories to some degree, mm-hmm. but video content, you can't really like preload and schedule for whatever mm-hmm, reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to do it at the same time every day so that I allowed every video to have, you know, the same 24 hours of, you know, showing, which they're still available, but that it would be, you know, the thing featured on our page for right, 24 right. hours. Exclusively the one yeah, post. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so it was a little troubleshooting and figuring out for myself as well. Um, and we, you know, we had a few (laughs) like issues with posting and finding the video, which we'll all work out, all work that all out. You know, if we do series in the future and obviously do a black history month series next year. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it was a good experience for both of us in terms of learning, you know, how to do that. It was a lot of work. Like I just was not posting anything else really during that right, time right <laughs> right if you look at our instagram feed like it's just it's just you know black voices and lifestyle black voices yeah. and lifestyle like just for like like eight straight days yeah. um or eight straight posts but uh yeah i appreciated you putting that together because i i saw you struggling you would have the phone in one hand and the baby in the other and you're yeah. just like you got like three phones in your hand like yeah. tr- you know transferring different things because we do have like a, a phone that we specifically use for bnk because just yeah. in case we fuck around and post the bell's ass on our family page or some shit (laughs) by mistake when we really meant to do it on a bnk Mm -hmm. account um that'd be funny Mm -hmm. um um, uh, speaking of black history month i just wanted to give a shout out to blktouch.com so blktouch.com or black touch uh, touch.com Yo, check out this site. Uh, so this is a porn site, but it's a black porn site. Um, it's but a black independent porn site. Probably more accurately described as a black independent erotica site. Yes. Because this is much more than porn. Now, it's not free porn. Um, I've always told myself that I would never, ever pay for porn because it's so it's so free. Like, you go to Pornhub, xvideo.com, xnxx.com x.com there's probably a dozen other ones out there it's all free and i'm just like why are people paying for porn but when i went to blktouch.com because the creators uh reached out to us to uh sort of collaborate on a possible interview which we're gonna have soon um i was floored by the fact that i had never seen this porn before Mm -hmm. and um how good it was yeah it is good fucking porn the some of the best porn I've ever seen mm-hmm. featuring black porn actors and actresses. Yeah. Some of them not even porn actresses. They're just like real couples. Yeah. Real amateur couples filmed in ultra HD, like clear crystal. <laughs> like you can see the hair follicles on a chick's vagina. <laughs> vulva. And because it's and because it's produced by black people, um, you know, I think we talk about this sometimes in in the films and TV shows that we watch, but it can be challenging to correctly light and shoot black people. Yes. And because, you know, this is, again, it's produced and directed by black people. Like we know the angles, they know the lighting, they Mm -hmm. know how to Mm -hmm. capture Mm -hmm. 
black skin in its uh, ultimate form. And so everyone just looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, this, everyone's skin, just beautiful. Um, you know, the, the scenes are organic, I feel like. They're yeah. like, you know, oh, this could actually happen. Like this yes. is the conversation feels real. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sex feels real. Yeah. And I mean, it is real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not simulated sex. It is definitely penetration. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, but I mean like it doesn't feel like it's acted. Like yes. I feel like when you're watching porn, like I what takes me out of it is the way the woman is mo- moaning mm-hmm. because it feels so fake. I'm like, what woman moans like that? Right. But when I watch blacktouch.com or when I watch some of the porn on there, it reminds me of the sounds I hear in the playrooms. Mm. That's what you hear. You hear yeah. the moaning, but it feels like authentic moaning. Um, and so you saw one porn that featured a pregnant woman. Yes. But it wasn't about her being pregnant. No. Um, felt like felt like just felt like me and you fucking when you were right. pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a porn featuring an older couple um, that I really liked because I'm not a huge fan of. Um, you know, what do they call it? Cougar porn or mature porn? Oh, um, I didn't know it, was, it had a name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this felt, it felt real. This couple felt real. It felt like they'd been together for a while. It felt like, you know, there was some sexual frustration going on there. And they just wanted to address that. And it, it felt real. So, look. If you go to blacktouch.com, I'm I'm literally we're not making any commission off of this shit. No, it's it's not free, but you can see some of the previews for free and see if it's your thing. Um, but we want to give this as much recognition as possible. This is good quality ebony erotica mm-hmm. film making, um, and we just want to recognize it. Um, so yeah, I know we're in March, but happily happy Black History Month Part Two. Because like the bell said, every month is Black History Month. That's right. We are Black History. Absolutely. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's uh, talk about the hit list. Mm-hmm. Hit list. Hit list. Hit list, bitches. So my hit list target this for this episode is going to be Liza Gonzalez Reyna. Okay, she's a Mexican actress. Apparently, she's a singer as well. So we watched a movie called I Care A Lot that came out uh, last year on Netflix. Very entertaining. Yes. I mean, um, it's terrible. I mean, the sto- the movie was good. The story was bad. Like, it's like, ugh, I hate these people. <laughs> you, you know what's actually interesting? So for those who are at all familiar with the controversy going on in New York with some of the um, mm-hmm. nursing care homes and what happened in those homes... Um, it, it really made this movie, because this movie kind of focuses on that industry. Um, and so it just we just happened to watch it while this controversy was going on. And so it just made it real, um, really interesting and kind of horrific. It was sort of like life imitating art, imitating life. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, I think a Raz... Rosamond, Rosamond Pike, I can't pronounce her first name. Yeah. And Peter Dinklage, they were also in the film. But it was a good film. But uh, um, uh, Eliza Gonzalez uh, was, she's this, she's just a bad and sexy actress. She has these full lips. Um, she's like this brunette. She just, she's just sexy as hell. Um, she was also in Baby Driver. For those who haven't seen that movie, check that, oh, that one out. 
Um, I think Jamie Foxx was also in that movie, but she was the most gorgeous thing in that movie. And there was some <laughs> nice looking cars, but she was really nice to look at. But uh, yeah, she she is fucking beautiful. Um, so check her out. So we started watching, uh, well, more so I did, <laughs> started watching Doom Patrol, um, which is a DC Universe TV show, which all the DC Universe stuff is on HBO Max now. So if you're looking for that, if you're into that, I know we were talking about some DC Marvel stuff in our band chat um, the other day. But anyway, so there's Doom Patrol, which are these like side characters storyline, kind of like... I guess it's their version. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like obscure character. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's one character on there, uh, Cyborg, who the guy who plays him, Jovian Wade. He's a little cutie. He's short. Mm-hmm. So that. But so, he's just so like he's a, basically <laughs> off your list. But he's cute. I, I like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, his acting isn't phenomenal. It's not going to blow you away. Um, but. You know, we're only two episodes in, but I, I want to see what he does with a cyborg character. So, do you like him with or without the cyborg parts? <laughs> I like him with the cyborg parts. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> so you you would you would fuck you would fuck cyborg as a cyborg? Yeah. Because he probably has a metallic dick that has <laughs> its own motor. He might, or he might not. I don't know. I mean, he might have two or three of them. There's no. some, there's some interesting cyborg-inspired porn on really? the internet. I'm just letting you know. Oh, I mean, okay. I think most of it is animated. Yeah, um, probably. But and it might more so be based on Teen Titans. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, I've seen some of it. Um, <laughs> I had a weird phase. Yeah. Weird, weird phase He's with the right. tune porn for a while. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay, Cyborg. He seems like a really young actor, though. He is. He's 27, um, which d- doesn't isn't particularly young. But I like I saw, <laughs> I saw that he was born in '93, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh shit! I know, right? Jurassic Park came out in '93. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I bought my like, own ticket for that movie. That just seems so. And I mean, I'm not that much older than him, but still, like grown people who were born in ni- in the 90s like it seems like they should be so young but they aren't you know nah, they, they they apparently actors and actresses is really yeah. yeah so but he's a british actor mm-hmm. um and yeah he was he's 27 what is it about black british actors i don't know like do we not have any black america i mean we i know we have black american actors but it seems like the majority of black actors are like british British and they be dark skinned too. I know, dark but that's because a lot of them are African, like of African origin. I mean, we're all from Africa, you know what I'm saying? You're right, but <laughs> <laughs> they're like uh, first generation immigrants or first generation children right, of, Im- right, of right, immigrants. Right. Um, yeah, and what's what's interesting is that they can imitate black accents so bo- yeah. well. Like just listening to um, Damson Idris in Snowfall, mm-hmm. like because he's a British actor, right? Um, and it's like he how can put together that, like a local that? accent, yes. like how I don't know, and an LA like a very specific locale accent, like an LA accent mm-hmm. or Bay Area. I don't know where they are. California. You, you know how you know how um, we're really gonna know that black people made it, like black how? people really made it in this world. 
when we start coming after actors like that talking about cultural appropriation. <laughs> That's what, right now we're like too united to say anything about that right, shit. Yeah. But like they might like, you know, we could come after them about, you know, like imitating our accents. Like what the fuck? Like y'all need to start hiring more American actors. <laughs> Bringing these British motherfuckers over here, taking our jobs. But you know who's going to come after us? Who? Um, uh, uh, a lot of a lot of Africans are going to come after us because of Black Panther. Oh, but yeah. like y'all motherfuckers were imitating them African. Have. Oh, they have? Yeah. Are you serious? We actually talked about this on the episode. Oh, okay. I don't remember. <laughs> so so somebody was coming after... Um, Not specifically about the... the um, uh, about the actors... But more so about like the idealism of Wakanda, um, and oh no, that yeah no, we did talk about yeah. that, and that I get. That's that's different. Yeah. That's different. I'm talking about literal. I'm talking about the um, the appropriation of their accents because mm-hmm. the accent is Wakanda's fake. It's not yes. a real place, but the accent is real. Like yes. black black people in africa africans sound like that mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. they're they're variations of the accent based on what country you're in and certainly like what region of the country it gets that deep mm-hmm. um yes it is but it's like they I, I have not heard people coming after american and british actors because they're imitating an african accent Mm-hmm. Um, although some of them are Afri- some of them are actually African, like they've right. they've grown up or like I, I I imitate an African, you know I can I can I can do I can do the accent as well. <laughs> I can do it very well, but it's not because I am I am I am imitating a culture I am not familiar with. <laughs> I have grown up with Africans as a child, and that is why I can I can I can imitate the accent very well. Yeah. You know so. Um, so yeah, so I'm just saying. You know, we made it when people start coming, <laughs> <laughs> talking about cross cross uh, cultural appropriation um, based on nationality. Um, all right, headless bitches. Okay, so speaking of um, of African accents, <laughs> uh, we just saw coming to America too, uh, and I wanted to talk about it. Now, this episode. Okay, so this episode is titled Titties and Tans, Why We're Looking Forward to Podcast of Palooza in Miami. We're going to get to the topic in a second. Um, but uh, I was just using that African accent, and yeah, I had to talk about coming to America too for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just saw it. I feel like there are like two groups of people uh, in the world right now. There are, well, three. There are those who just don't <laughs> give a fuck about right. coming to America. But then there are those like me who grew up watching that movie. And um, there are some that really hate it, and there are some that really liked it. Mm-hmm. So um, so this was an Eddie Murphy movie. Eddie Murphy and, um, good God, Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Um, of course, James Earl Jones was in this movie. Uh, and... All of the original characters, except for the mother, were in the movie, I believe. You're forgetting about the dude that played uh, the Soul Glows. Uh, oh, yeah. What was his name? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what his name was. But I would have liked to see him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what he's doing these days. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I mean, they threw everybody else in the movie. They could have figured something <laughs> out for him, too. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, no spoilers, but 
uh just quickly like did you did you like the movie i did i enjoyed the movie i thought it was real cute Mm -hmm. it was funny it was entertaining i mean i i i mean i get it with people that don't like the movie but like if you take it for what it is then you'll enjoy it Mm -hmm. like it this this movie was purely fan service yeah, it was. It was definitely fan service. It was just a this, fan service this, movie. This and was not meant for non-fans of the original to be watching. Right. And if, if you take it as that, then I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I'll just say quickly, um, I don't think Leslie Jones is funny. I'm just <laughs> going to say that right now. I never thought she was funny. I don't know how she keeps getting more work. Um, I would have liked to... S- There's so many other actresses who could have done a better job in this movie. I yeah. just, I'm just i not a fan of hers at all. Um, but I'll say... Um, I really this movie was so this movie was so well shot Mm -hmm. um much it it just it's superior to the original to that degree um I also think that um the costume design Mm -hmm. was absolutely on point like this was some of the best costume design and you know it most of it took place in like Zamunda Mm -hmm. and so they you know, they really got those African colors down yeah. um, and the costumes. There were like soldier uniforms that were awesome. I really liked that. Uh, I liked just about all the characters in the movie. Um, I appreciated, which I liked about the first one. The characters were what really made that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I especially liked, um, gosh, uh, what's the, what was the soldier's name? God damn it. Why am I forgetting his Izzy? name? Izzy? No. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Oh, oh, that presented Izzy. Who who is the actor? Um, um, Michael Blackson. No. Well, yes. So, yes, him, but but who was the king? I'm forgetting I'm, I'm it's a complete brain fog. Who was the who Eddie Murphy? No. Who Eddie Murphy that? really? No, the Wesley Snipes. Yes, Wesley Snipes. Keeps forgetting who that who that is. Um so Wesley Snipes' character? Yeah, I said General Izzy. Yeah, I didn't know what his name was in the movie. I just <laughs> I just saw Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Yo, Wesley Snipes in this movie killed he killed this role. He killed this. Every time this dude was on screen, I was tuned in. Yeah. I think he stole the show in many ways. Oh yeah. Um, just his walk, just the way he moved, the way he talked, like he owned this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably still paying taxes, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked him. So I'll just say that I think it's worth a watch if you were a fir- fan of the first one. Um, oh yeah, I think I absolutely watch if, it. Just I watch it for the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, if you yeah, so if you're expecting this to be as good as the first, like come on, son, um, don't. Um, but it's it's an entertaining movie. Uh, all right, so moving on to the topic of the day, I think, yes. Uh, the topic of the day, um, so tits and tans. So we wanted to talk titties about... Titties and tans. Titties and tans, what, whatever. Uh, nobody cares about the title. It's all <laughs> clickbait anyway. Um, so we wanted to talk about Podcast of Palooza and what we're looking forward to. We're so looking forward to this thing. Uh, and we wanted to just um, um, be clear about just why we're looking forward to this um, hotel takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we're done talking about this, we'll talk about uh, 
another experience we had because, you know, things are opening up. We're opening up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's it's been a good time. It's been a good time. I think like this spring, we like walked into it, like not having many plans. And then they just keep kind of springing up on us. Like even today, we just had fucking people come over the house. Yeah. Um, So yeah, let's... Let's talk a little bit about Podcastapalooza. So what's Podcastapalooza? It is a hotel takeover slash, I guess, conference mm-hmm. um, for podcasts and a lifestyle yes. and those who love them. Right. Um, the best that, the best way I could probably describe this is kind of like Nadia New Orleans in uh, Miami. Very similar, yes. Yeah. Um, there'll be seminars and then there'll be parties in between seminars. That's basically what Naughty and Orleans was, mm-hmm. um, except uh, there was no beach close by. Right. Uh, this time, uh, we will be very close to a beach. And we'll be sand. on the beach. Yeah, that's the, right. The hotel is on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk about the hotel in a moment. Um, so we're going to go through some of these reasons why we're looking forward to it. And the first reason <laughs> I have here... Well, it's just it's because of the hotel. So, number one, um, Podcast of Palooza is taking place in a really nice hotel. Yes. Um, so, let me just say that we've been to other hotel takeovers. And the thing about hotel takeovers is, why do people go? Why do people go to hotel takeovers? Well, it's not for the hotel. <laughs> it's usually for the people and That's the parties. Right. That's right. It's for the people. It's for the parties. It's for the freedom to just fucking, like, just, you know run room to room um like a fucking scooby-doo cartoon remember (laughs) remember those cartoons where they just used to fucking chase the ghost and shit Mm -hmm. like some people just be going from room to room butt-ass naked half naked (laughs) you know people be throwing parties in their hotel rooms so hotel takeovers are off the chain um and they're really fun but sometimes i feel like hotel takeovers and the people who organize them uh may sacrifice the quality of the hotel knowing that people don't come for the quality of the hotel they come for the experience but that is not true for podcast to palooza yeah so what is it about this hotel that's so cool well, like I said, it's on the beach, so it has spectacular oceanfront views. Um, there's a sculpture garden, so I think I mentioned in an ad or something like that that there's this like butterfly sculpture, butter butterfly wing sculpture is one yeah. of them I saw. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole garden of the sculptures, and then of course they have a really nice pool, um, and you you don't have to go anywhere because the beach is right there. And it's like right in the heart of South Beach. So um, you still can get access to all the other little boutiques and um, food places and just the uh, Collins Avenue um, Mm. drive where you see a lot of cool cars and interesting people. Is the... um is the what was it the erotic museum erotic art museum is that what it's called mm-hmm. is that is that in south beach yeah okay all right um yeah that's another like if you're going to leave the hotel that's right. probably a good reason to do so uh, the erotic uh, art museum we'll talk about it when we talk about our the last time we went to miami mm-hmm. um is pretty cool um so yeah south beach miami um it's going to be awesome also there's a penthouse uh we did not get the penthouse but no. i think uh, i think the two housewives the two hot wives <laughs> two housewives <laughs> 
<laughs> I actually like Googled that by mistake when I was trying to find their web address. What did you find? Um, there's a lot of uh, Housewives of Atlanta or something. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Dumb <laughs> shit like that. Um, so they are, uh, I think they got the penthouse. Yeah. Um, and the penthouse looks gorgeous. Like it's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're booking tickets or trying to book tickets, you'll probably see, uh, pictures of the penthouse and it, it is just, it is disgustingly like flagrant, like what's the word I'm looking for? Um, decadent, decadent. Yes. Um, I'm hoping they, I think they're throwing a party up there. I'm hoping they will. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a secret, I just totally, totally violated that. <laughs> um, you actually talked to the two hot uh, to the two hot wives podcast. Yeah, I did an interview with them. Yeah, um, and so they're doing interviews with all of the ladies of the podcast. So, like our podcast, um, like our show, a lot of the other shows have either a male and female co-host or you know two female co-hosts. Um, so they're interviewing all of the female co-hosts. Uh, our host for uh, their show and just about us um, you know about our shows and uh, what we're looking forward to at PCAP and so Mm. that was really fun talking to them I had a good time yeah I started listening to their podcast recently because I didn't even know they had a podcast um, two hot wife podcasts and very different because it's two women um, on this podcast talking about the lifestyle and they're not like partnered I think many times when you see two women like they're partnered or, but these are friends who are married um, and they engage in the lifestyle and they talk about it uh, independently of their partners. Um, what's interesting, they have this, they have this dynamic because one of them I feel like is this, like this gentle nurturing, like soccer mom type, mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> she's just like, she's like, you know, your everyday mom. And then the other is just like, she curses more and she's just a little <laughs> bit more vulgar. And so mm-hmm. uh, like I could imagine her just with a bottle of Jack in her hand as she's like doing the podcast. Um, and I just can't wait to meet those two in person because yeah. um, their, their podcast is hilarious. I love, I love their dynamic. Um, so I uh, urge folks to check them out. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, our first reason um, because we're really looking forward to the hotel. It's interesting they have this butterfly wing sculpture thing because you are into butterflies um, for some reason. Uh, <laughs> they're beautiful. Yeah, they're 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 nice. Uh, did you have a butterfly tattoo? Do you not? Do you not have a butterfly tattoo? No, yet? actually, yeah, I don't. Okay, <laughs> you need to get a butterfly tattoo. I need to get a butterfly tattoo. I feel like you think it's too cliche. Oh, okay, no. I did want one and I wanted it like on the side of my breast and I just never got it. <laughs> okay. We're going to see if we can work that out. <laughs> All right. Uh, number two. So we're looking forward to dressing up um, for themes. We're looking forward to the theme parties because there are three themes. Yes. And there's some interesting things. I mean, usually I think we've been through a round of themes and they're they're a lot of times they're not anything that's like particularly interesting. They're fun, but it's like, you know, a glow party is a glow party. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um so the themes we have at PCAP are Down the Rabbit Hole, which is it is Alice in Wonderland, but it's like, you know, basically 
just acid. I think they're, oh, what is the, okay. <laughs> like very few people are going to know this reference, but from the last season of the magicians, there's this like, um, what, what, what is the magicians? The magicians is a show. It's a fantasy show mm-hmm. about magicians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. (laughs) But there's this place that um, some of the characters have to go. I forget what the place is called, but they have to take this drug to go there. And the drug is basically like acid. And the place is like, if, if you were, if like, if, if being on acid was a place was like another universe. This is starting to feel like Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) Yeah. That's where you would go. So, so it's just like all these freaky, weird, you know, kind of out there stuff. Um, and yeah, I feel like that's kind of the theme. (laughs) Have you ever done acid? No. Okay. I have. (laughs) Um, and it is a hell of a drug. (laughs) Um, I did not have a great experience on it, Mm. but I hear that having sex on acid is supposed to be amazing. Mm. Like, you know, there was this illustration online where, uh, people were trying to, uh, represent visually what sex is like on acid Mm -hmm. and what they end up what they ended up putting together i wish i could find this i don't think i can because it took me a while to but um it was like two bodies like melting into each other oh that and and then changing colors as they were Mm. doing it changing colors patterns and textures as they were melting into each other i think that would freak me out if that was happening during sex like or if i thought that that was happening during sex I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, be like fucking a pe- chameleon or something. I don't know. Um, anyway, so uh, the magicians going to another world on acid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a way out there tangent. But um, the other, um, the other theme, one of the other themes is the desert festival theme. So this Mm -hmm. is like, you know, a la Burning Man or Coachella Mm -hmm. kind of vibe or Mad Max. Yes. um, Mad Max is is what I was thinking of. I had so much hard. I I had such a hard time thinking about this (laughs) because I just, I, the only festival I've gone to, which I don't know is a festival. Well, yeah, it was a THC festival. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about on this show. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like in the desert, uh, you know, the only thing I could think of was, was like Mad Max. Um, so we actually, yeah, I, I think I just mashed up a bunch of things we had from other costumes. Yeah. I think there was like something from Game of Thrones I had mm-hmm. and something leather and a hat. Um, <laughs> like when I had to dress as Papa Legba from uh, yeah. American Horror Story mm-hmm. and a skull chain. Um, so I got my desert festival theme outfit together and I'm very proud. You helped me out with that quite, <laughs> I did. quite a good deal. Yeah. Um, and then the last theme is MTV, uh, MTV video music awards, mm-hmm. which I think you can take in all kind of different directions. So, um, you know, swinging down under kind of put this one together or wonderless swinger, excuse me, uh, added this one to the lineup because, you know, some people just want to dress up, right? Mm-hmm. They just want to get, you know, formal wear, fancy and dress up for a theme. Um, so you can go that way with this theme or you can go more into the um, artistic 
<laughs> you know, like looking like a a music video artist, a uh, music performer. And so I think I, that that's would be fun, too. Yeah. And you have now I wanted to put on a tuxedo, but you have forced me into something a little bit more. What's the word? Urban. <laughs> urban, urban fabulous, I yeah. would call it, like uh-huh. with gold and shit. So, yeah. Um, for those of you who are thinking about attending, this is this is. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but the bell is going to wear something very interesting, <laughs> um, and a classic MTV Video Music Award outfit. Um, yo, email us. <laughs> email us if you think you know what it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. So you mentioned before that there are a lot of theme parties that happen and like glow parties was one that happens a lot. Are there others that you're just kind of tired of? Oh, schoolgirl. Yeah. I never thought I'd be, I'd never thought I'd be saying it in my <laughs> life, but I'm so tired of that theme. Yeah. Like it's so old now and it happens every fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people try to pull it off in the summertime too. I'm just yeah. like, God damn it. Like I'm so tired of that one. <laughs> Um, the glow theme, I'm like, whatever, uh, the, 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 there was one at NIN where, you know, I apparently looked like Frozone. <laughs> that um, was the, well, the, okay. So they tried the to space do, theme. yeah, they tried to do something with that one, but I was like, I don't know. I couldn't get into that, but yeah, it was like the, the a space or out of the, no, it was alien, something like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't specifically space. It was like alien or something. And yeah, you look like Frozone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were both wearing silver. Yeah. Your your out your dress was really nice. I yeah. I, I actually liked that theme. <laughs> All right. Uh, so number three, um, the bell finally gets to go topless at a pool. Yeah. Without going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the topless pool parties. Um. So yeah, looking forward to that. And then I have to think about like what kind of swimwear. I want to wear because I mean bikinis are cool but I like some you know one pieces and I guess monokinis too but they're not really conducive to a topless situation so Mm -hmm. I have to plan accordingly right so I think there's going to be parties like pool parties every day yeah Um, and I love pool parties because I like titties (laughs) Um, topless pool parties Uh, so uh, is there like I'm? I'm wondering like you, you get to let your titties free, which mm-hmm. is which is a great thing for everybody because who yeah. doesn't like titties? But like, uh, you know, if I was going to show a body part that I don't usually show, I'd want to dress it up a little bit. Like, do you do you not like want to do that? Like, you know, just paint your nipples or something? Or I just, could you know, do that, and I thought you know you could I could bedazzle them mm-hmm. or something like that. Put some glitter on them or something. So, or, yeah, but yeah. also we're gonna be in in water. Like in and out of water, so I don't mm-hmm. know how conducive that is, like for stuff staying on and in place. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. I mean, have you, you did you ever think about you know putting some like um, not like a piercing, but like something like yeah, decorating the they nipple? have like um something they're metallic. Not, they're not nipple clamps, but they're like they're basically like fake nipple rings mm-hmm. where they just like go on your nipple but they're not obviously through your nipple if your nipple isn't pierced. right so that's what might. i mean oh yeah yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah that'd be cool that. um i'm gonna bring my shades um the reflector shades so no one sees the titties that i'm looking at <laughs> too long you? okay like you know because i could be like my face could be facing the bar um <laughs> but my eyes could be like facing mrs smith's nipples because mm-hmm. you know i like nipples 
and I don't want nobody to get freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I think some people are actually bringing games to the pool. That would um, be fun. I, think, I love uh, games. I yeah. feel like people don't play games enough. No, they don't. I don't think they play games. And I mean, I, I feel like I was talking to you about this the other day. Um, I feel like sometimes it's hard to engage people in games because um, they might have a they might have a specific couple or specific set of objectives they have. Like, you know, if they're after a couple and that couple isn't interested in playing the game, then they won't play it. Right. Um, so. Yeah, sometimes I feel like it's hard to engage people in games. But if people are just out to have a good time, I think it could be fun. Um, twister by the pool could be fun. Make although, a twister, or yes. a topless twister, rather. Oh, yes, topless twister. I am down. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's number three. Number four is uh, we get to connect with other podcasters. And they are going to be throwing some fun seminars so what do you think when you hear the word seminar? I was thinking about this the other day, but like just close your eyes and think. What do you think of when you think of boring? A, mm-hmm. Lecture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I keep thinking of like a group of middle aged people with um faded polos on and <laughs> what are um, faded polos? I don't know. This is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I got my eyes closed, I'm just picturing it. And uh, you know, the the chairs got these weird designs on them. And oh the, yeah, the, the hotel the, chair. The carpet's got these weird designs on them. The, it's not quite as bright as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And somebody's like giving a speech about how to change your life. <laughs> and they have on like a, a faded like brown tan jacket. Mm. Mm-hmm. With a yellow shirt on, um, half tucked in, and they're sweating. What? I'm sorry. This is a very graphic image. I have very, vivid, very, very vivid image. I have, I have really negative views of sem- very negative image of seminars. But um, these seminars are actually really going to be fun. Um, yes. Uh, they're not going to be boring, and uh, hopefully, nobody. Hopefully, there won't be too many faded polo shirts. Um, so uh, the reason why. These seminars are something to be really excited about, is because they're going to be uh, they're going to be led by podcasters who are used to being fun and engaging and talking about swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are what are folks going to be doing, Bell? Well, we got a thing. It's going to talk about the art of flirting, which is always a good uh, topic. You can always. Um, brush up on your flirting skills. Uh, Swinging Outside the Lines is talking about finding your voice, um, which will be about speaking up and being clear about what you want and don't want. Uh, Wonderless Swingers is talking about the taboo, uh, embarrassment, what? Embarrassing (laughs) moments. Embarrassing moments and sex toys. Monogamous Marriage is talking about hosting a hosting kick-ass events i think some people really need to go to that fucking discussion i'm just gonna say (laughs) um, some people really really need to check that out um because i feel like there are a lot of folks who will throw a party and basically that means you know invite couples to your house play some music have some food and drinks and then just sit back and watch things and wait for things to happen. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more that goes into a p- really good party. Um, so looking forward to Monogamish Marriages uh, seminar. Um, and then Average Swingers is talking about rejection, 
don't be unflushable. Mm-hmm. And two hot wives are talking about five ways for a woman to turbocharge her pleasure on a play date. Uh, Sapphic Swingers is talking about atypical swinger switch situations. Um, so, yeah, I think they're going to be focusing a little bit um, or maybe a lot on um, the lifestyle as a lesbian swinger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Torrid Souls is talking about amping up your pleasure with erotic passion play. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Looking forward to that one. And what are we going to be doing? Uh, we're talking about how you uh, charm potential play partners and avoid awkward disasters. Yes. Um, so enticing elixir and vibe venom is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a number of reasons, it's 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 really based on a lot of the things we talked about on our podcast. Um, so we're looking forward to that, and we hope it will be useful um, useful to attendees. Um, so yeah, um, is there anything else you're looking forward to at PCAP that I haven't mentioned, or that we haven't mentioned? I'm just looking forward to hanging out and talking to folks and meeting you know meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Having a good time. Yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to getting to see some folks that we actually have met before. Um, so we'll be seeing them again. Um, the podcasters that we listed are going to be hosting seminars and are part of the main roster. But there'll be other podcasters there, too, that are just like kind of showing up um, as guests. Uh, there are other f- you know, there are other swingers that'll be showing up clearly. Yeah. So this, I mean, we're in a very different place than we were last year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, flights are still pretty cheap. I think that's something else that's going to change very soon. Mm. Um, so, you know, if you're thinking about this, think hard. I mean, it's going to be a blast. Um, and if, you know, something disastrous happens, you know, there is like, you know, refunds, um, refunds that'll be made available and there are plenty contingency plans um yes. wonderless swingers who's who host who are hosting podcasts the palooza have are very diligent about plans um to mitigate whatever circumstances may come right and let me oh let me just also acknowledge that podcast of palooza is like this is sponsored by double date nation um and they really kind of pulled out all the stops to make sure that this was a this was going to be a great event um so we're looking forward to it uh we're looking forward to meeting um the folks that are listening that are thinking about coming um also uh we might be there a little bit early and leave a little bit late uh so we may or you know we may be able to honestly i'm going to tell you my fantasy is to have okay a meetup of black folks and people who love black folks black swingers okay uh that is what we'd like to do but clearly we need black people in order to do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay because it'll be really awkward if we're like hey black people and the people who love them and only the people who love them show up (laughs) that aren't black people that'll be really awkward Mm -hmm. you're gonna put us in a position where we got to represent the whole damn race Mm -hmm. we can't do that so basically, if you're in South Florida or will be in South Florida, May 21st through the 24th. Yep. Uh, 
let us know if you'd be interested in a meet and greet. Yeah. And we'll see about organizing that. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be great. Uh, and we know there's some folks that are listening on our uh, one of our Patreons who <laughs> who um, who probably inspired the idea of us meeting with folks yeah. <laughs> before the event. So let's uh, let's give them a shout out. Um, we'll give our Patreon members a shout out in a second. But uh, but yeah, so we're listening to you, um, and we would be happy to meet up. All right, so couple of quick mentions or just one mention uh, about APG. Um, so we talked about in the last episode about these participation points. Um, the, Febu- the February participation points uh, are drawing to a close. So we talked about a whole bunch of prizes folks could um, win. Um, some really big ones, including a $1,500. I'm going to say Serbian, but I know that's not it. Sibian. Sibian. Serbian. Is that an ethnic group? I think yeah. it is. Serbs, right? The Serbs, yeah. Yes, okay. Croatia. Do Serbs. we like them? It was a whole war. All right, yeah. Okay, there was a war. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, so two new <laughs> features have been added to the ABG community. Uh, you can browse photos and browse videos that have been added to the main menu. This makes it easier to check out the freaky, sexy-ass videos and pictures being posted on by APG uh, users. You can do that before? Um, I think so <laughs> okay um but yeah i don't think you could browse them as easily mm. i don't know i'm just reading shit okay. okay so um shout out to our patrons um marcus candy rain melody raven uh Bl- oh, shit blasian couple mm-hmm. uh metri amcd d um Lene, Arnar, Renee, Vision, Rizzy, Jeremy, Mike, Gil, Texas Bama, Redonia, Clifton, Brown Girl, Silverback, Mr. B, Chadwick, Ricky. We have a lot of Patreons now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys. Um, and we hope you're enjoying um, the uh patreon content we've been putting out um and we've been putting out some interesting stuff um so i I hope you like it uh please feel free to like leave feedback on on what you want to hear um and yeah so so what's your what's our facebook fuck shit today so it's actually coming from a twitter thread but it's a Twitter thread of like reasons, smallest reasons you cut a guy off for. And some of these are just generally hilarious. Like, so a girl ordered wings, right? And she said, he changed my 10-piece wing to a five-piece. <laughs> that That's why you would what? That's why she cut him off. Cut him, okay. Remember, right. the yeah. smallest reason you cut a guy off. That's, that's. You know what? I could, I get it. I get it. It could say certain <laughs> things like, this is what I wanted and you decided you were just going to like be cheap yeah. and like give me five wings knowing that my stomach craved 10. <laughs> yeah. That would piss me off. <laughs> okay. He didn't believe in dish rags or sponges. He would just rub dirty dishes with his hands and some dish soap. Okay. That is 
very bad. <laughs> that would not work. That would not work at all. Because you know, you know what questions that raises? First of all, how are you taking baths? Right. Now, are you taking baths like they did in the commercials where they would just fucking wipe the soap on their skin? Uh. Like what human being is doing that shit? <laughs> like you would just like, if you got like body wash, you're just going to put it on your hands and then rub it on your body. It doesn't work. Got to exfoliate. Yeah, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Wash dishes with your bare hands and just soap. That's not even good for your skin, I don't think. N- no, it's terrible for your skin. Especially if it's dish soap, because dish soap is like harder, harsher mm-hmm. than like regular soap. So anyway. Um, <laughs> so another one says uh, he pronounced the L in salmon. While ordering at dinner? Salmon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have cut a guy for that too. Damn. I'm like, mm, no. Why do y'all be cutting guys off so easy like that? Let's let's get into that shit. What's that about? <laughs> What's that about? Like. What, cutting guys off so easily? Yes. Like, I, t- I took you out on a date. Maybe I paid for it. And, and you over here worrying about me pronouncing salmon wrong. <laughs> oh shit! I said it. You I did. Just, you know, said that shit. Man. All right. Came out. Want a divorce? No. Okay. No, really. <laughs> but it just, it just, it could say things. I mean, it depends on where you are in life and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, some of these are just hilarious. Uh, he made me watch a battle rap on an iPad, and a rat ran by. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> okay, a rat ran by his. Wait. Like they were in his crib. Oh, they were in the crib and a rat was there? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> no, a rat? A, a, a rat? She said a rat. I don't know. It could have been a mouse. A rat in the house But if it's a work. rat, it's a problem. Yeah, that's it's, that's it's an a issue. big problem. Yeah. Because a rat is very different than a mouse. First of all, it was able to get in your house. That means there's a rat-sized <laughs> hole that other rats and other mice and other fucking creatures. raccoons could probably yeah. fit through. Rats are big. Yes. Um... <laughs> he hat fished me and had an ashy head under the fucking hat. <laughs> <laughs> first, first of all, you know, do you know what hat fishing is? It's uh, it's when. Okay, let me just guess. This is when all my pictures have hats on. I have a hat on in all my pictures, uh-huh. and um, and when you see me, I'm, I take my hat off and I'm bald, or I got a fucked up hairstyle. Basically, underneath. yeah. So like, you you look good with a hat on, but then when you take the hat off, mm-hmm. you you look fucked up. Basically, like you're either you're bald. Although, like I said, bald dudes I think look good. They mm-hmm. can look. You can look good with a bald head, but not everybody has the right head to be bald. So that's first thing. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he could have a fucked up hairline or a fucked up forehead, mm-hmm. something like that going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, and his head was ashy though. That's the part I don't understand. I don't think I've ever seen that shit. <laughs> like I never saw it as, and and I've watched videos with Africans like doing manual labor in the fucking <laughs> desert. <laughs> Their head remains moist because you sweat right. from there. So how the fuck? How is your head <laughs> ashy? Ashy. Like, and there, is there like an ash line from like where the hat was? <laughs> Like just your face is moisturized, and then you got the line of ash above that. I don't. I need more questions. Like, what if it's like all like perfectly shaped up? It's like a shaped up ash head, like where all the hair used to be. It's just ash, and he like he like tries to brush it. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> very silly. Um. Oh, went to a restaurant and he insisted we go Dutch. Then he told me to tip big because his baby mama was our waitress. Okay, so <laughs> of course. <laughs> like what? Of course. I don't know. I feel for y'all ladies. I mean, we see some crazy shit, but like not not like that. Oh, this one's bad. Uh, he took my to-go leftovers home. I would be so pissed behind that. You don't even understand. Like when I take to-go leftovers, it's for a reason because mm-hmm. I have plans for that food. Yep. Like I have already planned out, oh yes, either I'm getting drunk tonight mm-hmm. and I'm eating this when I get back to the crib or this about to be my lunch tomorrow. Yeah. And then you took my leftovers and you fucked up my whole food plan. I'd have been upset. Yeah, he would got cut off. <laughs> right. Um yeah, that would not have uh that wouldn't that wouldn't have worked for you. No. I've seen you there are times where we're like at dinner and I'm like, okay, I don't know if I want to take this home. You're like, oh no, we're taking that home. <laughs> I have plans for that. Yes. <laughs> don't fuck with my plans, Mm-mm. bitch. <laughs> um Okay, last one. <laughs> He meowed like a cat when we were kissing. Was that? <laughs> meow. Oh no. That's a, that's a meow. Uh, that's, that's, I don't even know how awful. that works. How do you meow while you're kissing? That is a very inappropriate moment to meow. <laughs> when is an appropriate moment to meow? I don't know. Maybe when you're playing a cat in a movie. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> If you're in the movie Cats, <laughs> although I feel like even in the movie Cats, it was so fucked up. It would have been inappropriate to meow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, thank you all for <laughs> indulging us. Uh, listen to the bell tell you what is um, how you guys can reach us. Again, Podcast of Palooza, please check us out there. Um you got questions about it let us know we'd be happy to see you there peace out bye thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the show please do check us out on twitter and instagram at black and kinky you can also find us under the same name on cassidy apg amore getaways and patreon check us out on facebook and youtube under black and kinky lifestyle feel free to email us at black the letter n kinky lifestyle at gmail.com or call and leave a voice message at 937-462-0744. Bye. Black and kinky. Black and kinky. Black and kinky lifestyle.